Welcome to the Vita Foods Insights Sustainability Series podcast. From responsible sourcing to supply chain logistics, this dedicated podcast addresses some of the industry's greatest challenges and champions the stories of sustainability success. Today's host is Heather Granato. Well, hello, and welcome to the VitaFoods Insights Sustainability Series podcast. I'm pleased to be joined today by Julie Johnson, General Manager at Health Focus International, a consumer insights company specializing in health and nutrition. With 25 years of experience, Julie is an authoritative resource and leading expert in the field. She also manages the development of the Health Focus Global Trend Study, the largest global study of health and nutrition trends, conducted in over 40 countries since 2000. Julie, thank you for joining me. Thank you, Heather. What a wonderful introduction. So first off, could you share a little bit about the Health Focus Global Trends Study, specifically addressing some of the macro issues you've seen shift in the area of sustainability? Absolutely. As you mentioned, at Health Focus, we seek to really understand consumers' attitudes and behaviors, what drives them in the realm of nutrition and well-being, and what choices they're making around their foods and beverages. Our global trend study is a massive undertaking. It's conducted every two years. And this latest wave, we were speaking to over 12,000 consumers around the world about what motivates them and how they interact with their health in general. And within that, we always encompass some aspects of sustainability in the environment because, first of all, it's a changing space, but we also see a connection between a health-driven consumer and an environmentally responsible consumer. So where that is morphing in recent years is it used to be that the environmental choices were looked at very externally. Eco-friendly packaging, for example, recycling, plastic waste, those kind of things. Now it's shifting to a more internal, holistic connection between personal health and planet health. Previously, we were seeing very much a parallel between environmental choices and health choices. So people were choosing things for the environment and separately they were choosing things for their health. Now, people connect the health of the planet to their personal health directly. They've stated that. They go even further, actually, in that for a food and beverage product to be healthy, it must be healthy both for themselves, for their person, and for the planet. So it's very interconnected. It's very intertwined now. So it's changed a lot. And that's really happened massively in the last five or six years. Picking up on that then, do you see this on a global basis? So, you know, what are some of those global trends that are around that purchasing and consumption pattern? It's definitely a global trend. Transparency is huge. So this is one of the things that every consumer can make choices around. They want to know where their product comes from. They want to know how it was made. They want to understand the source of the ingredients. They even want to know what farm their eggs come from. So it makes them feel very connected to the foods they choose. It also gives them a sense of security and a sense of control over what they're putting in their body. So that's one thing that we're seeing a lot of initiatives around within packaging. A lot of labels have at least some sort of sustainability indicator on them, even if it's simply recyclable packaging. But you'll see things like smart labels now 
that are more common and consumers can simply scan a QR code and find out all sorts of information on a product. It gives them the connection to the choice they're making, even right there at the shelf. They don't have to research it in advance. They can get all the information they're looking for as they're making that purchase decision. It's particularly true for younger generations who are obviously more information hungry and capable of doing that research at the shelf a little bit more so than older generations. Some other big trends we're seeing, obviously plant-based eating is a huge one that ties back to sustainability. So we have been tracking that trend for quite a while. And the primary reason people are interested in plant-based eating is health. But that's followed by sustainability as a top driver as well. And as we know, meat and dairy farms have long been associated with negative environmental impacts. So it's an easy way for consumers to kind of push back on that and incorporate some more both healthy products and sustainably friendly products into their diet by adding an extra plant-based meal to their diet each week. We're also seeing a lot of low or no waste food and beverage trends. And this is particularly true with inflation as of late. So it kind of ties into both trends. At a very base level, it's simply buying and using only what you need. But there's a lot of other things that go around it. A lot of other more niche trends that are involved, like nose to tail eating, for example, where everything on the animal can and should be used, but maybe some more accessible ways to involve the consumer in a low, no waste food trend is things like upcycling products, using the byproducts from juicing to be used in snack preparation or using ugly produce that otherwise might be thrown away just because it doesn't look perfect. So there's a lot of things that consumers are embracing a little bit more that weren't part of the conversation previously. Now, when you talk about, you know, the conversation previously, obviously there are a lot of things that drive change in the market, but what is really causing that? Is this just post-pandemic awareness that has really accelerated understanding or has this been maybe long-term and will play out over the long term that's going to shape the whole industry rather than this sort of spike in upcycling transparency. Oh my gosh, the ships are all stuck in the middle of the ocean. That's where my food came from. Yeah. Well, COVID-19, the pandemic has definitely been an accelerator for environmental concern. Almost half of the global population in our study says that specifically because of COVID-19, they are more concerned about the environment and the world around them. I think consumers became a lot more connected to each other and connected to the planet during this time. We were all living in a bubble that allowed us to really look inside and feel the things that were happening around us a little bit more. That being said, environmentally focused efforts have been going on for decades, for centuries. Taking care of the planet is not a new concept. It's recently become a larger, more prominent part of that conversation. And like I said, it's transformed into something very practical things like carpooling or saving energy by turning the lights off when you leave the room to that holistic planet health view. So it's now that long-term goal 
the betterment or lack of negative impact on the world for future generations. We're looking at everything we do as humans and how it impacts the planet. And the food supply is a very large part of that impact. So it's not a new concept, certainly. But people now post-pandemic are feeling that interconnected peace. And that includes the connection to the planet and the desire to keep the planet healthy and sustainable. Are you seeing any differences in this planet health, personal health connection across different geographies, whether general areas or specific countries where this plays out differently? Well, first of all, most people in every market in our study feel that a healthy environment has a major impact on their personal health. So it's very much a global concept. That being said, there is certainly a concentration of proactivity and interest in many of the Asian markets in particular. In this area of the world, we see that the definition of health is much more interconnected for them. For that product to be healthy, it must be healthy for both. And they they much more strongly agree with that idea. They're also more discerning in these markets. They're more likely to change what they buy if it doesn't meet environmental standards. The consumers in some of the countries in this area of the world are also a lot more interested in hearing from food and beverage companies when it comes to sustainability practices. They want to hear what they have to say. They want to hear them speak out on these issues. Whereas in places like North America and in parts of Europe, the majority of the consumers are less interested in hearing about those environmental things and want to hear more about the health impacts or nutritional value of the products from food manufacturers. So it's those Asian markets that really have that concentration of proactivity and interest. That being said, we should also keep in mind that some of these are very emerging markets possibly with less or different regulations around pollution and manufacturing. And they also tend to have higher concerns for a lot of environmental issues like air and water pollution and toxins in the food supply and shortages of clean food and water. So it really does make sense that they would be more focused on a healthier environment because they see more of that direct need all around them. Do you believe we're going to see consumers stepping forward to pay a premium for health products with this stronger sustainability planet health story, given not only what we've seen in the past, this sort of say-do gap, but also this potential looming recession? Yeah, it's interesting. Sustainably produced product is not really a novelty anymore for consumers. Some may pay a premium, But it's really become more of an expectation than a benefit in products. So some brands will go that extra mile and be extremely green. It's part of their image, part of their brand, and their customers recognize that and will pay more for that. It may be a product that's only available at certain retailers or spaces online. But for the mainstream consumer, they have a general expectation that foods and beverage manufacturers are engaged in sustainability that they're taking those necessary steps to make sure that they're producing responsible products. So it really, in our study, we find there's a relatively small proportion of consumers that say that they'll pay more for those products. That doesn't mean they're any less important, but that premium price tag doesn't feel like it's warranted for most. And that hasn't changed in the last several years. 
Are there any other issues you'd like to call out that could impact maybe what our listening audience should be considering as they look at developing and launching new healthy products? Yeah, consumers are really becoming more aware of a product's carbon footprint, and they're looking for a lot more sustainable solutions to that. So some examples of that might be reducing conventional factory farmed meat usage or Within that, they're looking for animal products produced in a healthier way or increasing their plant product usage. As mentioned, they're tackling food waste in some of those ways that we previously discussed. They're also buying more organic, more seasonal or local foods that have less of an impact on the environment in general. They're still reducing plastic use. We see that continuing to move forward and selecting products that have those more sustainable packaging options or even bringing their own packaging to fill their product. In a big way, they're voting with their food dollars. So they're supporting the brands that make the efforts to improve the planet the best. I think it's really important for manufacturers to understand that most consumers are influenced by whether a food or beverage company's values align with theirs. So there's certain things that they want to hear from them. But from an overall perspective, they want to know that the company is acknowledging and taking responsibility for how their product is created, and the impact of that on the world around them. And that will have a strong appeal to people who are paying attention. Consumers really want to have a part in in taking care of the planet. Fantastic. Well, Julie, thank you so much for joining me today to have a little conversation on this topic. You're welcome. It was wonderful to be here with you. Well, and I'm certainly looking forward to diving in deeper into the U.S. market insights during Supply Side West this year, which will be taking place November 1st to the 4th in Las Vegas. So for our listening audience, information on that show is at supplysideshow.com. You can find Health Focus International at healthfocus.com and hopefully you'll be tuning in for the Vita Foods Insights Sustainability Series podcast as we continue to explore topics impacting the broader nutraceutical community. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to check the show notes that will allow you to link to the information discussed in today's podcast as well as any sponsorship opportunities. The Vita Foods Insights Sustainability Series podcast happens monthly, so be sure to stay tuned, subscribe, and even suggest the series to a friend. Music